Episode six, six, 17? 17. 17. Here we go. We are back in the studio. We are. Face to face. It's so nice. I missed him. <laughs> Little Lizzo Truth Hurts bringing us in. Is that Lizzo? It, it is. I've heard a bunch of people talk about her. Never actually heard her. Well, it's one of the things that I've I posted questions. Nobody answered. <laughs> sons of bitches. <clears throat> the uh, one of the you know one of the things I posted was what's your guilty pleasure um, song or like a song that you find of just like you know maybe you don't look like the type of person that would listen to it. Yeah. Or maybe it's a song that comes on and you just gotta let it rip in the truck if you're alone. Yeah. And one of the other one of mine, I'll play it right now. Um let me let me let me get it queued up here. Doesn't really want to search right now. Well while you're doing that, I guess I'll say I mean the song that anytime comes on like Pandora, Spotify or XM radio, whatever station I'm listening to, um, would probably be Hank Williams Jr. and Waylon Jennings, The Conversation. Yeah. If that song, song comes on, I'm blasting it, singing every word. That's a good one. I also like The Highwaymen. Yep. They're, they're, it's just a classic group. Yeah. This is the song. If this song comes on, I just got to let it rip. I don't care who knows it. <laughs> You're a rich girl. Oh, yes. And you're gone too far because you know uh. it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far because you know it don't matter anyway. Just classic. I mean, it really is. Daryl Hall and John Oates. With bangs, too. Here we had a lighter right now. It'd be in the air. Oh, you might have one. Oh, just a If that song doesn't just perk up your day and just turn you right around, I don't know what's wrong with you. Funny story about Hall and Oates is Jonathan that I work with. We have an imaginary uh, Hollow Notes tribute band, and the name of it is Unlubricated Justice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, what what do you, what do you got for like a? It doesn't have to be like a girly song, but <laughs> one song that any time it comes on, and I'm gonna catch uh, you're gonna tee off on me on this. Um, that any time it comes on the radio is by. Share, and now I it, the the name of the song has left me. Um, but the music video is her, you know, fucking. She's basically wearing a luggage strap for a piece of clothing on a battleship. And Jesus Christ, of course it. Um, we got a lot of songs here. Believe if I could turn back time. If I could turn back time, that's, that's the one. All right, we'll we'll cue this up for Huey. <laughs> Just such a classic, like eighties right? intro. <laughs> 
<laughs> At all. Turn back time. Yikes, people. Find a way. all the words that'll hurt you. Stars. All right. Okay. That's, all That's enough share. <laughs> so when that song comes on the radio, I immediately go all back. One of the mechanics hates share in the radio for the back for the shop that happens to be in his area. Oh, that's too bad. So I walk up and I crank it and I typically get assaulted. I'll give you one more. <laughs> all right. This is, this might level the playing field from you pulling share. <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah. it might be partly because I like to be like, hold me closer, Tony Danza. song takes so long to get going. Yeah. It's quite the build-up. But it comes through. Oh, yeah. Come on, Elton. Let's get there. This is what they always used to give Gorm shit for. <laughs> it's just these long-ass intros. We're not even there yet. We're a minute and ten into this, <laughs> and we're not there. Jesus out in the street, and in tickets I've Turning back, she just laughs. The boulevard is not that Minute 47 in. Still not there. <laughs> I mean, this is... Oh, yeah. He's got quite the build-up. I should have recorded this. We're almost there, though. But it's just... Come on. Get there, Elton. Oh, you pay for the price of admission with an Elton John song. Oh, here we go. little build-up. A little build-up. Getting closer. Two thirty in. Slowly. 
Here we go. Hold me closer, tiny dancer. All right. Well, we made, wasted five minutes with that buildup, so. <laughs> yeah, if you need to kill some time, just listen to the intro of that song. Yeah. The song's five minutes long. It takes you two and a half of it to get there. <laughs> um, the other question I had posed on the Instagrams it was just a question for topics, and the response was just Crocs. 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 I, I'm assuming the footwear... Due to my recent couple posts of footwears yeah. on our Instagrams, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which those are both way worse than Crocs ever could be. Way worse. I'm a Crocs guy mm-hmm. from October 1st until about January 20th. Okay. And they're only worn from the house into the truck to the duck blind mm-hmm. or the duck boat. Then they come off, waders go on, get back from hunting. Waiters off, Crocs on. Now, if we stop at a store, so be it. But not it's not a public. I don't even wear them around the house. Yeah. I have slippers for that. See, I wear mine. I have a pair of Crocs, and I'd be the same way. Um, I do wear mine around the house. I have worn years ago when I got my first pair of Crocs. I did wear them to work. That was a big mistake. <laughs> they're getting fancy now though crocs have got like they've got like different they've got like work crocs and yeah you know. they've got nurse crocs and all kinds of crocs i i they don't make the ones i like anymore and my wife finally bought me a new pair they're not camo but they're close but they've got holes in them. The reason I like the ones I used to have, I still have them, but they're, I, after putting on a new pair of Crocs, it's like a new pair of shoes and I didn't believe it, but they were, my old ones are just smashed right out. Like yeah. there's nothing left in them. But the new ones have holes in them. So if it's snowing or raining, they get wet. The old ones, smooth top, camel colored, it all worked. Yeah. But now do you go lined? Oh, you got to go lined. <laughs> Fleecy Crocs to go to see, the duck blind. See, mine aren't lined. Oh, they got to be. socks. Um, yeah, okay. nobody, uh, that was the one response I got for that. That was a good one. I mean, because we could have gone anywhere with that. Yeah, Crocs, crocodiles. Now, Crocs, tell me if I'm wrong here. That's the Australian version of the alligator, right? I want to say crocodiles are saltwater, okay. alligators are freshwater. All right. Primarily. Okay. I believe. I don't know. The marine biologist is in the house. She probably wouldn't know the answer, but. Um, other than that, yeah, we got no engagement on our podcast questions. So. Which. Th- thanks, everybody. We're not mad at you. Just disappointed. Those shoe pictures, though, were fucking terrible. Yeah, those things. <laughs> I I can't believe, like, those are, like, I mean, the big toe out is just absolutely disgusting. And the other one is just, I mean, how many camel toe jokes could I come up with? <laughs> I mean, it's bad. 
Um, the one thing I did want to bring up was something that happened to me the other day. All right. And I'd like to hear your opinion on this. Okay. Being someone that works in the retail field, this mm-hmm. was, this was a, a, a quasi-retail. It was I was at a Subway. And I haven't decided yet if I'm going to write to the Subway or not. I almost went after him on Twitter, and I still probably might. But so Friday, trying to get home for the weekend. Had a lot of work to get done. Busting it out. Finally take a break for lunch at 2 o'clock. Literally haven't looked at my phone, haven't looked at anything, <coughs> haven't answered anyone's phone calls or anything. Mm-hmm. So go to Subway with another guy that I'm working with. We literally talk for 12 to 14 hours a day fucking straight. So we go to lunch, go to Subway, get a shit sandwich, whatever. And we're sitting down, and the way the Subway was set up is like where you sat was like two steps down from like the counter and the lady that was standing at the cash register just like looks over and she's like, really guys? And I was like, what? And she's like, you can't sit here and have lunch and not be on your phone. Now the guy across the table from me runs a small business and he's working on business stuff. I'm talking to you and talking to my wife on Friday. Yeah. And I'm like, I just look back and I'm like, I don't know if she's trying to fuck with me or trying to get a response and trying to get me to fucking just go postal, but it's I'm about there. <laughs> and I just looked back over at her and I'm like, nope, I fucking can't. And just went right back down to my phone. And like afterwards, I'm like, who the fuck? Where the fuck do you think you get off asking me if I can be on my fucking phone while I'm eating lunch at a fucking subway? Like if it was like a five star restaurant and I was sitting there with my lady yeah, and we're both on our phones. Okay, I I don't have a problem in that setting. Someone saying something. Yeah, but a fucking subway. You think a fucking subway is good enough or too fucking ritzy for me to fucking be on my phone? You can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> so, two different ways I'll look at that. Just like you said, it's a subway. You obviously went in there for lunch, a late lunch. I don't think she. If somebody came into my place of work, it was on their cell phone. Why I was trying to deal with them? That's a different story. Agreed. You know, but <clears throat> it's I guess it's situational. But it, like you said, if you were at a restaurant, a sit down restaurant with your wife, and you were on your cell phone, that's one thing. But should the person that works there? I don't think they can should be able to say anything to you. I don't think that's that's right from a business standpoint. You know? Well, and I mean, it, it was funny because the guy I was with was like, you know, we walked out after, very shortly after that. Like, we were basically just like, throw the sandwiches in the trash because you made a trash sandwich, bitch. And then he's like, we got back in my truck and he's like, man, I should have said to her like, oh, no, sorry, just answering an email, making more money in one week than you'll make in your entire fucking year here at Subway. So yeah. go fuck yourself. And it's like, I don't know. I don't like people sticking their noses in business. That, I mean, just... And it's unneeded, like... Like any business, just don't say anything and then talk shit about them when they leave. Yeah, it's, that's fine. It's common courtesy. <laughs> <laughs> it's commonplace to be judged at Elliot Small Engine, and then we talk about you afterwards. <laughs> we all got to vent. Yeah. You know? So that was what happened to me on Friday. 
But then, but then, Friday afternoon, finally got done. Not totally done. I got to go back tomorrow, which sucks, but whatever. <laughs> um, I decided to... I been staying literally six miles from the casino in Connecticut. Yeah. I've held off on going. And finally, Friday night, I was like, you know what? It's time to go have a nice little dinner. Time to maybe gamble a little bit. See yeah. how we do. Walked out $14 up. There you go. That's, that's... Only slots. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've been... I think you... Did you come down to the casino with us? Yeah. You went for, for the, the bull, bull riding? Yep. I was there. So that was the last time I've ever been in a casino. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing Neither when it comes I. to a slot machine. Like I just like it's how many lines this is, how much it's going to cost me. Sure. Great. I don't know how that machine could fucking lie to me. I could hit the jackpot a hundred times in a row. I have no fucking idea. I did. I, I, I don't know how they work. That's the last time I really gambled on a slot or anything was then. And I don't know if the light started blinking and it said winner. That's when I just took the. I think that time when we went, I did, I ended up like sixty bucks up, yeah. which wasn't bad. I was know? down. I brought in. I only took fifty in with me. I was down to my last twenty. Put it in some fishing machine, and I was just sitting there on my phone, like kind of spacing out, looking around at everything, and hit a button. And it was like beeping at me, and I was like, okay. And I hit another. Hit it, just kept hitting it, and it was like 15, 20 cents. I was winning, only playing penny slots. Yeah. Like, I had some time to kill, whatever, and wasn't paying attention. And then hit it, and then it started making different noises. And I like looked up, and it was like machine paying out like $60. I was like, holy fuck, like here we go. Yep. And I was like, all right, well, cash um, out, cash out at 60. Yep, thank you. And uh, yeah, that was my time at Fox or at Mohegan. Yep. But the uh, the best part was I was trying to leave. I made a fatal mistake, didn't look at what was happening at the casino in their event center before going there. Sean Mendez concert. Oh. There was like a thousand 10-year-old girls running around the casino. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, where am I? And then I saw them all in Sean Mendez shirts, and I was like, oh. Did you go in, see if you could get a ticket? I didn't. Get up seat geek? I did not hit up Seat Geek. I uh, put my head down, almost walked into. I was. I had the right of way, <coughs> and this guy just like completely like cuts me off. And then he like tries to hold the door, and he's like, "No, no, no, you go, you go." I'm like, "Dude, you're fucking already pushed your daughter through the door in front of me. Like, you might as well fucking go with her. Like, yeah. go fuck yourselves. Don't worry about manners, dickhead." <laughs> But the casino is just a it's slightly depressing place. Great people watching, I can imagine. It really is. Like but it like I sat next to the two old ladies when I hit for sixty were pissed. They were like two two slots down and they were playing some other different little video game and I hit and they both both had snapped at me. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know if I won three cents or fucking thirty dollars and Yeah. They're, you know, the way they looked at me and I just hit my cash out and walked away. But, you know, so many people in oxygen. And I forget what it's like being able to smoke inside. Yeah. That's a fucking whole different ball. Like, yeah, SIGs inside is. That's an aggressive move. Yeah. I can't believe society went so long allowing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's still like, yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, fuck it. 
And like you walk over and then there's a cigarette free gaming zone. It's like a 10 by 10 circle with nobody in it. Nobody in it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then there's 14 Chinamen riding around on scooters smoking cigarettes with yeah. oxygen. Yeah. There's a lot of people on oxygen at the casino. But it's a depressing place, realistically, overall. I guess it's got to be your your thing, you know? And there's a lot of people that do make it, like, their thing, and they got to go, and they got to go gamble. And I just, like, it was fun yeah, for, like, an hour, and then I was done. Like, I maybe if I knew what the fuck I was doing. I didn't play any card games. I didn't. There was a lot of people playing cards, and I just didn't really care that much. And thought about throwing down on the roulette table, but I didn't have... The five head of Peyton Manning to tell me about that red 18. Yeah. So I could hit it big. <clears throat> should have put a should have put a little money on uh old ride dog. He would have I sent know. you. I guess I'll tell the people. Uh my yellow lab Riley sadly had to go to the duck blind in the sky this past Friday. He was almost eleven and Unfortunately, was diagnosed with cancer and just went downhill very rapidly within a few days. So he's not suffering anymore, and it was tough. But yeah, and that's that was the conversation I was having with Huey <laughs> while I was getting yelled at at Subway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fucking tears in my eyes." Dog was a good dog. Yep. We hunted and killed many birds over him. And he brought them back mostly. And was quick to judge when we'd miss. <laughs> but, you know, yep. nothing nothing easy about having to put a dog down. And Remember that day we were hunting with him? And we were at uh, in South Berwick there. And uh, those three sea ducks came in and me and you stood up. Or black ducks. Yeah. Stood up, they dropped all three of them, and he was the only dog we had. And yeah. the last one he went and got was like 500 yards away in the current. Thanks to the tide. <laughs> <laughs> and it was freezing cold. Yeah. Buddy, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, that duck's are real far away now. <laughs> but he did it. He did it. That was probably, I think that was his greatest retrieve. You know, that was, and I, that, I, I have a picture of that day, but it was awesome. All right, let's move on from that. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a, uh, I got one other thing. My, I know we've brought it up here before, but again, something that happened to me recently. Ignorant people with cars that park at diesel pumps. Yep. It should be legal to punch them right in the fucking face. <laughs> I even said something to her. Because, like, we, like... I was playing it close. I wasn't paying attention. I'm not going to lie. And I was driving home on Saturday to get home. Yep. And pull off the highway in Massachusetts somewhere. Go to this nice little town. But they only had one fucking station. And they had one pump that had diesel on it. And it's a tight, like, it's a small town, tight, tight place to get into. So I pull in behind this car and she stops. And the next car in front of her, like, the guy is literally putting his nozzle away, and he just clicked the thing on his tank. And she stops and gets out. And I rolled down my window. I was like, ma'am, can you wait, like, one second and just pull up to that next pump so I can fill up my truck? And she's like, why should I do that for you? 
I was like, well, because you could not be a dickhead. Like, I don't, what, what do you want me to say to you? There's nothing I can respond to you right now that's going to be nice. Yeah. And I'm like, well, ma'am, this is the only diesel pump. I have a diesel truck. That's a gas pump that that guy's finished at. He's literally pulling away in under five seconds. She's like, nope. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I literally just sat there with my truck running and I kept moving forward. Like every like five, I just got so pissed off. Like I couldn't, I wanted to explode, but I held it together. You didn't saw Tom. I didn't. I had a little, like I carry a, a tool with me when I travel into States that I cannot carry my primary tool. I really just wanted to hit her in the knee with it. (laughs) (laughs) Just go, you're right. I shouldn't, you shouldn't do anything nice for me, but I'm going to be an asshole to you because apparently you thought I was a degenerate and trying to be nice and be like, hey, you know, let's look out for each other. I'm trying to be nice and not get you kneecapped and you (laughs) didn't want to do it. So here you go, you fucking bitch. (sighs) I never pull up to a diesel pump. Just out of... I don't do it in my car. Like... I drive a gas car. My wife drives a gas car. I will never use a gas pump or a, a diesel pump with gas on it. Like, I just don't do it out of respect. Yep. And even if I do, if it's the last pump and I use it, I try and get in, get out. Like, I was waiting for that bitch to go into the store, and then I was just going to push her fucking car with my truck. I, I had already made that conscious decision in my head that, like, if this bitch goes inside to go buy something and doesn't move her car, I will move this car. <laughs> I will just slowly nudge into it and just keep going. I'm glad that didn't have to happen. I am too. I'm sure I would have gotten a call. Oh, yeah. Um, you got to come bail me the fuck out. <laughs> what happened? Ah, oh, I pushed the ladies into the... <laughs> let's let's just say my wife won't come and get me, yeah. so I need you to. I fucking threw that card down over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> What's done is done. Um, so I guess you had a topic that we talked about. Um Top 10 things that bring road rage. Yes. I have a list. All right. Let's. (laughs) So I kind of did this. So I'm going to go least to worst. Number 10, driving slower than the speed limit. Yep. That's high. That's That's an automatic tailgating situation. Yep. Number nine, school buses. And my reasoning for that is when you get stopped, when you get stuck behind a school bus and you got to stop every 20 feet to pick up little Jimmy and Emily and... What happened to group school buses? Like group school bus stops? I don't know. I've actually been thinking about that a lot because there's a lot of people complaining about how long buses are taking. And it's like, all right, well then ship your kid fucking 10 houses down and have one school bus stop and 10 kids get on. Makes it better for everybody. Well, they can't walk anymore. Jesus Christ. Um, pedestrians is number eight. My reasoning for that is, like, on the way here, coming down in front of York House of Pizza. Yeah. A guy swings open his door and not even at a crosswalk and just starts walking across the road. We actually had a buddy of ours post a uh, picture the other day. Did you see uh, um, his post? He was in, I think he's in Kittery. He's from Kittery. He kills a lot of deer. I won't put, oh. him, I won't put him on blast right now. 
But uh, he had a Instagram post of a guy stopped in a narrow laned road with just left his door open and went inside somewhere. And he's like, I was wailing on my horn. And the guy came out and asked me what my problem was. I was like, dude, I, I would have given him two beeps and then fucking door's gone. Sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, or the pedestrians that just pay no, like, in a in a in a urban area where they have crosswalks with lights. Yeah. I understand pedestrians have the right of way, but if that hand says stop, you don't have a right of way. You'll get mowed the fuck down. It's don't 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 why? Yeah. I mean, families of people just walking across the road with a with a sign that says stop. Yeah. So. If if you got a crosswalk sign and you walk through it and it says don't walk, I'm not stopping. <laughs> I don't care. I've done it in Portsmouth a lot. Yeah. Jaywalkers, motherfuckers. So then number seven is bicyclists or cyclists or whatever they want to be called. Uh-huh. And it's not necessarily all cyclists. It's the ones that think they own the road. Because there is a lot of guys that ride bikes on the road that are very respectful. But there is some. Like I passed a group uh, yesterday in North Berwick. And they had a chase car. That's good. That was, you know, like going behind them with their lights on. Yeah. With their with their car with their you know blinkers on. I thought that was a good idea. Yeah. So, whatever. But then there's some guys that just, you know, don't they run stop signs? They go right through red lights. That's a big one. So there was another mutual friend of ours. Yeah. Posted something down in New York City. Yeah. Seeing people that. get tickets. I fucking love it. The bastards around here that just run through stop signs and then when you are you have the right of way, you're on a road and they're supposed to stop at a stop sign and they fucking swing out into you and you almost hit them and lay on the horn and then they give you the what the fuck look. Yeah. It's like, listen, motherfucker, I could plant you into the fucking bushes right now. I have ten thousand pounds behind me. Your bike weighs, I don't know, maybe ten. I'm gonna win. And it's your fault. Like, quit being a douchebag. Follow the rules of the road. Yep. So there's my cyclist. That's number seven. Number six, which I ran into this today, and this is probably higher, should be higher on the list. Massachusetts drivers and Canadian drivers. Okay. Not Quebec. Not Quebec. Well, not all Canadian drivers, but Quebec mostly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, found that out at the trading post that because they apparently, I don't know if in the province of Quebec they just got rid of stop signs, but they didn't believe in those. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then Massachusetts drivers, which we've covered, yeah. Uh, number five, stoplights when you're sitting there and the light turns green. And the person waits an excessive amount of time to go, or if it's yellow when they stop, that's a dicey one. Yeah, I understand yellow means caution, but for the most part, it means speed up so you get through it. Yeah, that's always tough. I'll normally be the one that errs on the side of caution. If the car in front of me it goes yellow before they're at the line, I'll normally just brake and stop. And yeah, 
even even if it's a lo- long yellow. But then I swear it myself, and it's like you pussy, you should have just pinned it. <laughs> you would have made it. Um, and then number four, when to try to merge onto a highway, and either the person in front of you slows down, or somebody won't let you in if it's high traffic. Yeah. Um, number three, maintaining speed. Yeah, cruise control is lost on a lot of people in the world. Slowing down, speeding up, slowing down, speeding up. Number two, lost drivers. How they, like, when they realize they're lost and they slow down or they, like, they're trying to get up to their turn, but they slow down 14 miles before their turn and cause a line of traffic behind them. And number one is, for some reason... You know, the it's on the left side of your steering column. goes uh-huh. up for, for right and down for left, the, the blinker. Yeah. It seems like a lot of that's become an optional option in vehicles. Yeah. So I have a theory on blinkers. And I used to get really pissed when people don't use them, and then I figured out why. I don't care if you don't use a blinker and you don't impede my progress. Like, if you just rip it right... And I don't have to slow down or anything. Yeah. I don't care. But if you just slam on your brakes for no fucking reason and then turn into someplace without a blinker, I want to fucking kill you. Or if you're if you're trying to turn left out of someplace and the person coming is turning right and they don't turn on their blinker, so you think they're just going to go. Yeah. And you could have gone. Yeah. Right there. All you got to do is press down. Even the newer model cars, you just got to flick it. It turns it on for like three three blinks. Yeah. That's all you need. See, I, it's all I'm asking for. I also don't use blinkers on the highway normally. I will sometimes. If I'm basically, it's like I spent a lot of time in traffic on Saturday. Yeah. If I'm cutting you off, I'll give you the blinker, but it's not a I want to get over blinker. It's a I'm coming over, so just prepare. Yeah. Like I'm just giving you a heads up. My truck is bigger than your Yaris. I'm going to cut you the fuck off. <laughs> and it's just going to come. But it's not out of, like, spite. Like, I'm not doing it, like, it's just I got to get over. One of the things that you had on your list was on top of mine. And it's more of just, like, a question to everyone out there. Like, whatever happened to the days about missing an exit going up and turning around? Like, just miss it. I saw so many fucking people almost create, like, fucking literally 50 car pileups. Yeah. Because they just went dead right. (coughs) Because they realized, oh, fuck, this is my exit. And then the people that... So, my number one person that I just, I will do everything in my power to fucking not let you in, is the people that wait until the last minute to either merge in, in a construction zone, or get off an exit where there's a line of traffic. Yeah. Those people deserve a special fucking parking place in hell. (laughs) And I'd like to put them all there. It's like, if you're... You know that your exit's coming up and there's a line of traffic and you don't make the conscious decision to slow down at that point to get over and merge and wait in line like everybody else. Nope, you're going to try and get up to where, like, it happened leaving Mohegan. There was an accident. Yep. I wasn't getting off this particular exit, but the cocksuckers that would not get over beforehand, knowing that their car GPS is telling them to get over. (sighs) These, uh, I saw on the local... North Berwick Facebook page today. Um, the Waze people 
Yeah. I've got some I've got some explaining to do to some of the townsfolk of North Berwick, Maine because Oh, kicking people off on the on the highway in nineteen. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you know, trying to get around traffic so they're going through you know, back roads in North Berwick to Berwick or or, you know, they've they've got a so that was a big so people started downloading the Waze app and then saying roads were closed <laughs> <laughs> to and your father's a big Waze guy. He is. He's obsessed with the Waze. I have it. Just I don't know. Just to have it. I use Google Maps. That's what I'd use. You know. It's just easier. <clears throat> so, but yeah, that's, and that's not just here. It's around, I've, I've read a bunch of articles about people upset with these, these apps, these rerouting apps. Yeah, the, uh, I don't know how, I, I really think GPS has ruined how people know how to drive. Like, you yep. used to have to pay attention and, like, know your exits are coming up. Like, even, like, the MapQuest days where you print out your directions or, God forbid, have a gazetteer in the truck. Yeah. I still love mine. It's like a Bible. Yep, I have one. I could <clears throat> I could drive you to pretty much any place in Maine that you wanted to go to yeah. without, without without a GPS. And half the times and up in those areas, unless you've got one in the car that's working off the car satellites, yeah. you don't have cell phone service. Yeah. But the uh I just I can't one thing I do like about the GPS and areas up north, like bird hunting on those logging roads and stuff. Yeah. Is some GPSs will make a trail as you drive, so if you needed to, you could use it to little breadcrumbs. Yeah. Yeah. I've needed to use those a few times. Yeah. That's a nice feature. But other than that, they're not going to work. That's why the old gazetteer still works because, believe it or not, a lot of those stupid dead-end logging roads are on there. It may just be a line. But, but hey, it's a it's a place to start. Yeah. The uh, early goose opened up today in Maine. Yep. And New Hampshire, I think. A lot of guys posting a lot of birds. I have no motivation to do early goose season. I just... I don't like goose hunting. It's hot. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it does give you a chance. To, I've got some camo shorts. Yeah. I've got camo tank tops. I've got camo it shorts. It gives you a chance to scratch the itch if you yeah, need to. I just, I don't like killing geese that, I don't like eating geese that much. That's why I really don't care to kill them. They're giant. They are. Which, uh, I don't know. Speaking of giants, I just, you just met her for the first time. We are... <laughs> Attempting, we're seeing how it goes. We brought a a rehomed dog into our house. Um, actually happened on Friday, Saturday. Um, actually we picked the dog up on Sunday, but started talking to this lady on Friday. And this kind of, I hope she doesn't find this because I'm gonna kind of go on a rant here. <laughs> but I started off my email to her. So it was on a. It's, she's a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. She's just under two years old. Um, she's spayed, which all the shelters do now, which is fine. She came from a shelter originally from Georgia, um, and then made her way to New Hampshire. And then this lady had a Chessie already, which I don't know if any of our listeners know about the Chessie breeds, but they are very territorial. Um, 
loyal dogs is yeah. the best way I can put it. Um, we had one when I was much younger um, that we had to get rid of because he came into the house as an older dog and with the other male dog in the house they were trying to establish dominance in by way of MMA fighting. And there was kicking and scratching and biting, and it was not great. So we rehomed him, but um, this lady reached out. She had two females, and they got into it um, twice last year and then once very recently, and the last time she said it was enough was enough. <coughs> and But dog's in great shape. Big-ass dog. Yeah. Dog big. towers over my dog. Um, but she's a sweetheart. She's getting along so far. Diesel's the provocator in this whole thing. So if he gets his ass kicked, it's probably going to be his own fault. But yeah. we're trying not to let that happen. Um, but I've always wanted a Chessie. So found this dog. And I don't know what it is with people. Like, I started out, my email to her was basically, I was telling you about it a little bit, where it was like, just like, hey, I've been looking for a Chessie. I have a lab right now. He's a male. Now, in her ad, she says a male dog would be fine in the house. And I said, you know, I'd love to chat more. Here's my cell phone number. Like, I didn't want to do all this communication over email. email. I like to talk on the phone. I know. It's fucked up. But this was, and come to find out, this lady's old. She's retired. Like, seems like someone that likes to talk on the phone. Yeah. But, so she emails me back a bunch of times. And finally, like, never asking a question. And, like, that's what, like, really stuck out in my mind. Like, if I was trying to rehome a dog or if I'm trying to, you know, do something for someone, yeah, I would ask a bunch of questions. Like, if I was offering up a service, it's like, okay, how big, whatever. Like, I was, and I was talking to my mom about it, who's, she's raising bread labs for almost 30 years now. They've got another litter on the way. And that's what got me thinking about, you know, if I had bring a puppy into the house with two young kids training that puppy and me being gone and Leah having to deal with a puppy and the amount of shit that dog is going to chew up and probably eat in this house with two kids that don't pick up after themselves. <laughs> yep. So I'm like, you know, maybe a, maybe a dog that needs to be rehomed wouldn't be a bad, bad idea. So, but the lady never asked me a question, like no questions. And like, so like I had to like respond to all of her emails where she was like making assumptions and not really being condescending, but sort of. And I'm like, okay, look like this. And I finally, like my last email was like a two pager of me just fucking being an asshole. And I was like, I didn't want to get to this point, but look, yeah. here it is. I've grown up with dogs. I know the breed. This is my plan. This is what I do. This is what I've done. This is my family situation. This is where the dog can go run. This is everything. Like, and then I, at the end of it, I'm like, and even if you don't want to, try this rehome here are names of i can give you names of trainers in the area i can give you names of potential people that can maybe rehome this dog for you like i just laid it all out and she's like she finally like called me the next day and she's like so i read your email and you bring up some really good points and i'm like well you could have fucking known these points if you'd either just sent me a questionnaire like leah does it with her beach body stuff and it's like a questionnaire why do you want to do this what what are your goals? What, you know, yeah. blah, 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 whatever. But like the, the bitch had no questions for me. And I'm like, what, how are you supposed to find out what someone's like without asking questions instead of just assuming stuff? But, yeah. So we went yesterday, picked up the dog, um, let the dogs play, go swimming. And 
so far. It's been been good at home. The she's great with the girls, which is another thing with a puppy. You know, you've got to teach a puppy not to bite. You've got yeah. to teach a puppy not to chew shit. And my kids like to leave stuff everywhere, and so it was going to end up with probably a lot of tears and missing toys. So we'll try this one for now, and uh, if it works, it works. If not, um, I might be looking to rehome a Chessie. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope it works out for you. She seems like a really good dog. Yeah, she's got a she got a few scars from the last scrap, so um, she's actually got staples right now. Um, but the lady. The lady was not someone that needed this size of a dog. Yeah. I mean, the dog is the size of this lady. She's tiny and she's not, she's elderly. So, I mean, it's not like she's going to be able to handle a a dog fight. Yeah. I've been in the middle of enough that I don't want to be in one, but I know what to do. And she was explaining to me like what she tried to do. And I was like, yeah, you went about that the wrong way. Like, so for any of our listeners out there, if you ever find yourself in the midst of a dog fight or around two dogs that are fighting, if you can identify the aggressor, and even if it's not the aggressor, if you can get a hold of the back legs of one of the dogs, pick them up like a wheelbarrow and drag them because a lot of the dog's power is in their back legs and that will essentially diffuse the situation for a minute. And if you're holding them by the back, it's sort of like a snake. They can't really get to you. You don't want to go for their head and try and, you know, grab them by the scruff of their neck or anything. Because that's a goddamn great way to get bit, though. Yep. <laughs> I had to do that to Riley once. Yeah. Gets the pit bull. Yeah. He was the aggressor. Riley or, was? Well, he was the... He was the... He was winning. <laughs> the pit bull went after him, and Riley, unbeknownst to me, grew a set of balls again (laughs) and defended himself. And I was like, holy shit, I guess I better get this. I guess I better get my dog. Yeah. So that's what we did. Yeah. Dog fights are not fun and that's not something to fuck with either. Um, yeah, dog fights are, they're not the greatest things to be around. No, not at all. Um, so I got a topic that my wife brought up Uh oh, and you'll probably understand why after I say it, item that you have lost and thought was gone forever, replaced and then found. Um, actually this brings up a funny story, but, um, what have I lost? I can't really think of anything. Offhand, I mean, there's been times where I've lost tins for years, yeah, and then found them dried out. Uh, yeah, nothing major. Always find money in winter jackets. That's like the best thing. Yeah, that's the that's best the thing best there. part of fucking changing seasons, and it's always overlooked. <laughs> you bring out that old, you know, the light jacket, and you put your hand in the pocket for the first time, find a fiver yeah. or something, and or the pea coat that you wear out to the bar, and yeah, you know goes in the closet and then you find a 20 yeah son of a bitch here we go who did who did i not pay that (laughs) shit (laughs) well statue of limitations is mine now yeah i bring this subject up because i lost a set of keys ah my work keys oops so you know key to the building key to the 
couple different style lawnmower keys, gate key, that type of thing. Lost. Couldn't find it. Thought I lost it in the parking lot. Nowhere to be found. This morning, I'm at the trading post and I get a text message from my wife. Uh oh. It's a picture. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. And it's a picture of said keys on the floor. Um and uh the 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 text behind the picture was podcast topic. Items <laughs> lost and then found. <laughs> See, it's never fun when the other person in the house finds them. And the funny thing, like we looked in this spot, but the autumn it was <clears throat> so I have an oversized chair with a with a big ottoman. Yeah. And they had fallen down in between the ottoman and the chair, but the ottoman is so heavy it was pushed up against the chair and they didn't fall all the way to the floor. Oh. We looked on the floor underneath the ottoman and the chair, but they weren't there. So she happened to move the ottoman a little bit and there they were. Huh. So yeah. I uh ate my words on that and now I've got two sets of work keys. I'm I'm pretty bad with keys, but I also have a spot for keys. So if they're not in the spot, most of the time I know it's because my wife took them. Because like my truck only has one set of keys, yeah. which is becoming a problem because right now the fob for my truck is electrical taped together. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got to get that replaced. And I might get another set of keys when I do that. But... I also like I've got two sets of keys for every other vehicle and they're always hanging. And if they're not hanging, they're either in the pair of pants I have on or my wife has taken them because she cannot find her keys. Yeah. Which now she's she went back to being a purse lady. First time in five-ish years because it was always diaper bags and yeah. kids crap and so she just throw them in there and then you they were never to be found which her car i think your truck's that you have a keyless start or no, keyless oh i've got the switch switchblade key yeah so her car is the keys just got to be in the car so yeah. she never worried about it but it's like well if i need the key to get in the house i fucking need the keys and they're somewhere in your bag like great this is fantastic like why can't you just clip them to your belt hook or something whatever yeah. but no, the reason that's funny is because I got a text yesterday, two days ago. No, it was yesterday from a buddy of ours, just bought a place yep. up in the South Berwicks. And he was like, hey, is my chainsaw at your house? And I was like, yep, I know right where it is. He's like, I was like, I want to come up and see you and see the new the new little man and check out the house. He's like, yeah. He's like, if you don't mind bringing the chainsaw, that'd be great. I was like, yeah, no problem. I get there and his lady... Looks at me and she's like, so you knew the chainsaw was at your house? I'm like, yeah, I knew exactly where it was. I knew what shelf it was on. I knew what it was next to. And she's like, oh, that surprises me. I'm like, why? I'm like, I know where all my tools are. Like, I could literally tell you where any tool in my shop is right now. <laughs> With the exception of, like, the ones that little four-year-old monsters get a hold of. Yeah. But, like, I know where both my chainsaws. Like, I mean, we're talking big tools. Yeah. I could go down to hand tools. I know where all my impact guns are. I know yeah. where, you know. She's like, oh, that's just weird that you know where that is. I'm like, I don't think that's weird at all. Like, I know exactly where. I know where my chainsaw is. I know where my, yeah, it's my father's leaf blower, my trimmer, my 
snow blower. Like I know where all my tools are. They're put away. They're where they should be. Well, yeah. my chainsaws aren't put away where they should be. They're just they're new homes. They're one's under a bench and one's stuck in a bench. So I had a lobsterman come into the shop one day, and he walks in, and he was all giddy. And I'm like, what are you so happy about? He goes, I just found a check for almost 17 grand underneath the seat of my truck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I said, what? He goes, yeah, I had lost it months ago. I'm like, so what happened? He goes, well, I, I mean, I, I got a different check, but I was like, Jesus, that's uh, that's some heavy shit not to keep track of. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like um, there's one of the podcasts I was listening to the other day. Um, oh no, it was a serious show. It's one of the Barstool serious shows. Um, Chaps and Kate. Yep, they do in the afternoons. And he was talking about um, he works Secret Service detail when he's in the Marines with his dog. Yep, and got blackout in New York City one night, and then woke up the next morning to look at his bank account to see what had happened. Yeah. And the damage that was done and his reenlistment bonus had gone in and they had miscalculated something else for like the last like whatever, eighteen months that he wasn't getting paid and they dumped that on top of his reenlistment bonus. He's like I did hear him say that. <laughs> I checked in my bank account and it was like eighteen thousand dollars and he's like, I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that was the greatest like Wake up the next morning and be like, oh, shit, things are okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, the wife actually gave me one one question. I asked her last night at approximately the exact same time we are at right now. She had nothing. Asked her this morning, nothing. Asked her an hour before you came over, nothing. Waits till I'm trying to feed two dogs that have never eaten together to start talking to me about ideas for the podcast. I can't hear anything. Yeah. And but the only thing I did hear is allegedly you learn a new thing every day. So what did you learn yesterday that you did not know? Did you learn anything new? Um actually I did. I was watching Northwood's Law. Yeah. And I learned that the rabies virus could take up to like 14 months to really show up really in, a, in the system of an animal. And the situation was they had, there was a bobcat that had attacked a porcupine and the porcupine got the, the bobcat got quills out of its mouth. So they had to bring the bobcat to a vet, sedate it, take the quills out. And then they were re-releasing the bobcat back into the wild and it came out and it like attacked like went to attack the game warden and the the rehabilitator. So he had to pull a gun out and shoot it. So, and apparently that's just one of those things that it can just, it gets into the bloodstream and it may be immediate and it may be a long time before it shows up. And it may have not been 14 months, but yeah, it it's was, a, it's not immediate. It's not always immediate. So he had to put it down and, um, and at the end of the episode, you know, if you've ever watched Northwood's Law, like the the stuff that happened in the show, yeah, that they'll they'll tell you the recap, elk. yeah, yeah. And it did after they put it down, they tested it, and it did test positive. Huh. My take on it was, why wouldn't they test it when it was sedated at the 
the vet's office where they were taking the quills out. If it you was, would think so. You would think they would. I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. Or were they just trying to cover their asses and they made up this whole thing? They didn't probably intend on watching a game board and shoot a fucking bobcat. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're going to make up this stat that probably nobody will know and nobody will check us on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bob, the Peter's bobcat. Peter's going to be pissed. The bobcat, for all I know, could have just been a little, still a little loopy from yeah. sedation. And they, they tried, so they tried using uh, a syringe to um, sedate it and. It was like this long-handled syringe, so the vet put it in through the, the carrier that it was in, and the bobcat just ripped it off the end of the <laughs> off the end of the, the long-handled syringe, and he saw the vet's face, and he was like, ugh. <laughs> so next thing that you know, they're wrapping the whole carrier in like this plastic with a hole in it, and then they stuck a hose in it with the gas or whatever to, to sedate it. Well, that's what we had to... Uh... We had a friend who's a um, professional wildlife assassin. Yeah. Um, come over while I was gone to uh, dispatch a predator that was around the chickens and was caught in a trap. Oh, there yeah. was a. We caught one. What was it? A bandit. A bandit? Yeah, a raccoon. Uh, Little bastard. Dumpster diving. Yeah. So that raccoon's no longer with us. R.I.P. in peace, you cocksucker. Not even in peace. Yeah. So, but I get, of course, so we lost one chicken while I was gone, and we think it was to a hawk that came in to the coop, like, at dusk. Yeah. Um, Or into the pen, not into the coop. But then the next day, something had tried to pull said chicken yeah. through the fence. And so that was obviously a ground animal. Yeah. And so the wife set up the trap with, I don't know, like candy or peanut butter and jelly or something, but caught it. And then I get a text at 530 in the morning. What do I do? And I'm like, what? I'm three hours away. What do you want me to do about it? Like, yeah. And so I told her, I was like, well, did you tie a rope to the trap before this whole trapping idea came into play? No. Okay. Well, now you're screwed because as soon as you try and get near it, those things are little assholes. And so she ended up calling a couple friends that came down to take care of it. Nice. But yeah, it was, uh, so that's gone. We got to do, I got to do a couple improvements on the security of fencing around yeah. for the next couple months. But, um, the, uh, the, the football world is getting turned on its head a little bit right now. Yeah. So, Brian Hoyer. Patriots backup. Patriots backup, released. Signs with the Colts for like $12 million. Then the Colts come out and sign Jacoby to a two-year extension worth $30 million. So now they've got two of the Patriots backup QBs as potential starters. <coughs> they also have, I think, Chad Kelly is their yeah. third. Um, yeah, I think luck retiring freed up a little, a little cap space. Yeah. A little cha-ching for old Ursay. So they were able to play around with that a little bit, but Hey, good for the Colts. Brissett's a good quarterback and I like him. Um, 
you know, as far as losing Hoyer from the Pats goes, this Stidman kid, I mean, knock on wood, but he looks pretty good. He does. And I think the Pats will probably make a a, a, a quiet move mm-hmm. here soon. Um, but, I mean, there's just so many people that were added to practice squads. and Yeah. Dallas made a lot of moves. Denver made some. One big loss to the Patriots' front line is David Andrews. Yeah. Um, blood clots in his lung. I mean... He's doing better, but he's not going to be able to play this season, unfortunately. Yeah. <clears throat> they did sign Demarius Thomas. Yeah. Um, Released and then re-signed. Yeah. But they si- a, signed him today. Yeah, they've done that before. They, I remember they did that with, uh, who was it? Um, Dion. Dion Jones, is that it? I don't know. It was a wide receiver. But. Did that with him, and then re-signed him the next day. It was just for roster. Roster shuffling. Yeah. Can't be over 53 men, so. But this is the last Sunday. or Well, yesterday was the last Sunday in a long time. This is the last for, Monday. The, the last Monday without football for a <laughs> while. It's going to be pretty sweet. It is. It's. It feels like. Well, it feels like hunting season to me, but football season. The cool mornings, yep. the cool afternoons we're sitting here, windows open. It's uh it's beautiful out. Yeah. Exactly. Um trying to find the other moves the Patriots made. Because there's a lot of moves on Sunday. There really wasn't I mean really nothing nothing of note out of the Patriots. The uh, the, the Bills cut the sh- shady. Yeah, they got and rid of him. He's going to Kansas City, I think. Yes, wow. He went to the Chiefs, so that's not great. Yeah, that that right there is that's bolstering somewhat problematic. Yeah, I mean he is older. He's thirty, thirty one, thirty two, but still, not great to see. And then the Dolphins, they're just. They're in full tank mode. Yeah, and that... Eesh. I don't... I, I read somewhere that there's like a full-on revolt about to happen in their locker room because of it. But they're going to have... I think they have three first-round draft picks this coming for the next draft. Really? Because of the moves they've made. Well, so then you can't be mad about that, like... No, they're they're bettering their their future, but yeah, it's hard sh- for a fan base to, or a current team, or you know, a player to, a player that's still on the team to realize that that wants to go out and win, I guess. But I guess he should have played better last year. Yeah, I don't. I... Dallas still hasn't signed Zeke. No, no. I think he'll be a holdout for the whole season. I hope so. Yeah. I really do. I'd like to see him somewhere else. I hate the Cowboys. I really do. Just because they still claim that they're America's team. Like, you were America's team when you had... Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman and fucking Emmett Smith. Yeah. And Michael Irving. 
And then who'd they have? Roger Staubach. Yeah. He was a... Yeah, they're not... They're not America's team anymore. No, and I hate Jerry Jones. Fuck him. Um, the only other thing I had in my phone for a phone note... I didn't do any phone notes. ...was this. And... I think it's happened to me a bunch, but I just want to know. Like, I don't even care, like... <laughs> I don't even care who did it. Yeah. But I want an alert on either Facebook or Instagram or Twitter when someone blocks you. Yeah. Just so you can see who it was. No, I don't even care to know who it was. I just want to know my tally. <laughs> I want to know how many people I've pissed off. <laughs> like, it's sort of like a sick quote to want to know. Yeah. But, like, also, it'd be kind of funny to be able to, like, pull up Facebook and be like, oh, I've been blocked by 32 people today. Yeah. Hmm, what did I rant on yesterday on the York community pages? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's like, you already know how many followers you have. Why not how many people don't want to see anything yeah. from you? Like, that'd be an interesting fact for me to know. Um, I do have, I got to get it queued up. Huey, you got to fill some dead air here. <clears throat> so I just found the post about the, the ways Facebook thing. Or, yeah. Um, so it says, go to Google maps and ways and mark the roads is closed. The more people that do that. Other Google Maps and Ways will believe those roads are closed and route them around another way. Couldn't you just put, like, accident on Ways? Yeah, I guess you could. And then there was just a bunch of comments. That you shouldn't do that. No, that's a great idea. What's Ways? <laughs> um, yeah. So. Well, I mean, it's an alternative. It's a, it's a solution to a problem. Yeah, he was just trying to help. Here we go. We didn't do this on the last one. This is a new we one. We didn't. I had a bunch, too, and they're in a bag on a piece of paper somewhere. <laughs> but I like this one for one to kick it off. Would you rather work less and make the same amount of money in a day or work the same amount you do now and make more? So it's basically getting a pay raise or an extra vacation day. Yeah. I'd probably work the same amount and make more. That's where I was at. I I agree with that. I mean, I do like working less and making the same amount yeah. of money. But I'm so used to my schedule now that yeah. I'd be bored without it. But making more money would be able to buy more cool stuff. It's true. Yeah. So, would you rather earn one cent every time you took a step or a dollar for every jump? Given my physical capabilities, <laughs> I would probably go... I'd go a cent for every step. It's a little extra chain in my pocket, and I don't have to jump. True. But 
One jump is a hundred steps. But how high are you gonna jump? How far are you gonna jump? Just I don't think it's gonna. I don't think I can get my feet off the ground anymore, fella. Um, uh, might stick with steps then. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't tried, and I'm a little because I don't want to. The old knees ain't what they used to be. True. So here's this is all about money today, apparently. Because I like these ones and they make me laugh. Especially <laughs> this one. Would you rather have a hundred dollars appear in your pocket every time you put a finger in your butthole for six seconds? <laughs> <laughs> or one time tax free five hundred K up front? One time tax free five hundred K. It's a lot of fingers and buttholes for six seconds for five hundred K. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad I didn't say I mean it, it to really count as a finger in your butthole, you gotta go at least to the first knuckle. Alright, so this this I had this argument the other day. How many knuckles do you have on a finger? On a finger? If I said how many knuckles on your left index finger? How many are you answering? Two. That's right. Because technically this knuckle's on your hand. Right. That's right. I that's that's where I'm at. I think you have two knuckles on your fingers, and then you've got a knuckle on your hand. Yeah. There are people claiming the knuckle on your hand is a third knuckle on the finger. I disagree with that. No. Yeah. It's a that's joint, right. which is what a knuckle is. Yeah. But it's That's like what connects your finger to your hand. That's right. I just people are stupid. Would you rather be able to teleport or five dollars every time you clap? Oh. I like uh, That's a tough one. Yeah. Because I like money, but teleporting would save so much time. Time and Time is money. money. Yeah. Teleporting. I'm going teleporting. <laughs> Just like the money you'd save on flights. Yeah. I mean, I don't fly that often. And most of the time when I do fly, it's for work, so they pay yeah. for it. But It would be funny to give that to like that power to my daughter and just let her clap all those she wants. And then I at least get money for being annoyed. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like this one. This is a... This is this makes me think hard. Would you rather have a shower? So it's a magical shower that every time you get in it, you're clean for seven days, just like you took a shower. Or a bed that you can lay down for one hour, and it gives you that full night's rest. Ooh. Like your dream sleep. Like, you know those sleeps when you wake up, and you're like, fuck, that was a good sleep. Yeah. Like that after one hour, and you still feel all the refreshments. Like you don't need to go to sleep until bed the next night. Or seven days, you're the cleanest you can be. I mean, not just not showering every day would save time. It would. It would be nice, but not sleeping. If you only had to sleep an yeah. hour a day. I'm going to sleep. Sleep an hour a day. I think I might do the shower. Yeah. Mainly because I'd hate getting up in the morning. Yeah. And if I could save 20 minutes every day, that's a lot. 
All right, now let me ask you this. Say you get up at 6 in the morning. Mm-hmm. How long does it take you to get ready where you could be in your truck and leaving? Depends. Did I shower the night before or not? You have to. So you have to get up, shower, get ready out the door. How long does it take you? I could do it in probably eight minutes. You could shower and be out the door in eight minutes? Yeah. Wow. I don't fuck around. I guess not. I Well, uh, the beard takes a little bit longer. But really, I mean, the shower is like maybe three to four minutes. And I already have a general idea of what I'm wearing. I'm in a pretty good habit of laying out my clothes. Wow. Yeah. I'm a half hour. Half hour? That's not bad. That's not terrible. I mean, if I woke up, I've been trying to get up earlier just so I can have like a cup of coffee and stuff before I get rolling. But. Yeah, that's with no preparation. That's like no coffee, no, like I'll grab a water bottle before I leave. But if I woke up at 6.15, I can be out the door by 6. I can be at my truck at 6.45. Yeah. I can, I've got it down, what I was doing down, because I was getting fucking so nasty at, you know, where the plant we were working Yeah. In, I was showering in the mornings and at night. But yeah. But if I was feeling clean still in the morning, I was some days foregoing the shower. And yeah. if I was running a little behind schedule, which tends to happen. Yeah. But I would... uh Take a shower at night, wake up in the morning, and then it's like literally three minutes. Like yeah. get up, socks, pants, slip on boots, do the belt and stuff when I get to work. But like the when I used to work down at the plant, that was like I had like it was like a four minute shower. I already knew what I was wearing. Get up, go. That's why I'm so anal about like where my keys are and where my yeah. what, you know. It's all a time saver. Yeah. Just know I can walk down the stairs, grab what I need off the corner of the counter, and I'm gone. Yeah, when I walk in the house, I typically take my hat off. I put my keys in my hat. Yep. So where my hat is is where my keys are. Typically, that's on the kitchen table, which my wife hates. So sometimes when I wake up in the morning, it's by the kitchen door. Mm. I don't bitch about it because I know she doesn't want it on the table. Is what it is. What else we got? So one other one is: Would you rather receive five thousand dollars monthly, tax free, with f- no strings attached? Just you get a five grand check in the mail on top of my other income. Well, if you want to keep working, All right. or you wait twenty years and you get twenty billion. Oof. I'm a very now person. Me too. I'm a big instant gratification person. So if I could have the five, th- and it's the rest of my life, yep. $5,000 a month. Yep. You know, that's an extra income, basically. Yeah. So I'd go that. I, I mean, 20 years is a long time. 20 years is a long time. Not sure I'll make it, but I think I will. But I got thinking about that in like 20 years for me, right? So 
both kids, if they decide to go to college, it'll probably be a billion dollars a year. So twenty yeah. billion would come in handy in about yeah. twenty years. And you know, five K a month to get to twenty billion. It's a long time. It's a long time. I didn't do the math on it, but you know, twenty billion dollars is a lot of billions. It's a lot of zeros. But I'm still instant gratification alone five thousand a month tax free. And I would just be so afraid to do anything. If I knew, like, if you knew in 20 years you're getting that much money, like, the step out the door after we're done recording, I'd be scared of being killed. Yeah. <laughs> like, what happens? You know what I mean? Like, I'd be petrified driving. I'd probably actually, you know, try and get my diet in order and like, <laughs> try and be in good shape. It's like, which I mean, I probably should anyways. It's probably an investment in your future. Yeah. But a $20 billion investment is something that would actually probably make me change. No doubt. Um, this, is, this is sort of along the same lines. We're sticking with money, but would you rather be a billionaire but have to work 40 hours a week or just a millionaire and have all the free time and just you don't have to work? You can do whatever you want. I'd rather be a billionaire and just work 40 hours a week. I'd rather just work 40 hours a week than with any amount of money. Yeah. Um, Although, I don't know. I mean, millionaire, still technically $999 million is still a millionaire. You're not a billionaire yet. Yeah. And it would be fun. Like, I follow a guy on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen him. It's uh, Bill Pulte, I think his name is. Is that that philanthropist dude? Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, huge on Twitter right now. He's fucking you know donating money and all kinds of stuff and like that's something like i really want to get into yeah we kind of talked about that with like the scholarships and stuff Mm -hmm. the last episode whatever um but it would be fun to be able to just like like i love making people's day like Mm -hmm. there's no better feeling than just like a random like we talked about it random act of kindness yeah random acts of kindness like pimp some joy we've done we've done a few, my wife and I, like, been out on, like, a date or whatever and, like, literally just, like, leave $100 cash or, yeah. you know, leave 200 And, like, just, like, if we had spare money that month, like, yeah. take a little bit of it or, you know, even if it's as small as buying the person behind you their coffee for the morning. Like, that makes someone's day better. Yep. So, back to don't be an asshole. Be nice. Yeah, exactly. Um... Let's see what I just got. The wife the wife just sent a video. I'm not sure what it is. Oh boy. Uh, oh no. Oh boy. Not okay, Leah. Lipstick on a four year old. This is where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, God damn it. Um, yeah, the, uh, the social medias are not a lot going on. Yeah. A lot of people getting ready to head down to um, the Keys and, yeah. you know, that's a... <clears throat> not great right now in the Bahamas. That thing just parked itself right over the Bahamas. I'm hoping that thing takes a sharp right turn. Yeah. 
There's I did see one post that someone was posted the hurricane tracker and there's one that was like literally like a J hook. Like it was just gonna basically turn the fuck around and go towards Africa. Yeah. And it was like someone pointing to the line, We're pulling for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like my sister posted that. Oh, was that her? Yeah. yeah. Because she's she's in North Carolina. I mean so I'm just hoping that <clears throat> that my parents are in them and everybody stays safe, but it's a, it's a nut. It's a yeah. It's just not hurricanes. Ain't cool. No, definitely not. Um. But T's and P's to them. Hopefully, hopefully this thing just decides to go back out to sea and stay there, or yeah, lose some speed because it's a monster. It is, and it's just it just camped itself over the Bahamas right yeah. now. We got some friends that have a lot of close friends out there, and it's not looking great out there. But it's been really cool to see how many people have already set up. You know, efforts. yeah, they've already got crews down there, just yeah. basically waiting. Which yeah. is they're not going after; they're going now. Which is which is good. Pretty pretty much a great idea. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Let's see here. I I got a I got some questions on uh I actually asked a question to a guy, he's a a bull rider. I want to hear your take on this. So professional bull rider wearing a full elbow brace. Yeah. Think it's an performance enhancer? On the arm that he holds with. Yep. Hmm. I guess it would take away some of the flex in that arm that could cause it to slip off. That's That was my point. Yeah. And it wasn't like a, I'm not saying he shouldn't be allowed to do it, but I really wonder why other people aren't. It's like NFL linemen. Yeah. Like even college. Like I know a lot of colleges, um, college linemen, like you are required to wear knee braces. Yeah. It's not because you've got bad knees. It's because you're getting fucking piled on and these can take the shock off. Like, these will help protect your knees and keep you... So you you could go play in the NFL. Right. Basically. And not only that, but it's just, like, save your knees for later in life. Yeah. And so there was a... You know, I know a lot of... Like, you look at any... Every NFL roster and all the linemen, offensive and defensive, almost all wear knee braces. Yeah. But you see these bull riders, none of them... I mean, they're wearing, you know, a chest protector and a helmet now. Yeah. Which... I mean, five years ago, they weren't wearing fucking helmets. Yeah. It's like, yeah. but I would think a fucking elbow brace that, you know, keeps your elbow from twisting and turning awkwardly. Like, yeah, it might, I think it would help. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to protect your elbow, but it's also, I mean, it's probably going to firm up your grip a little bit. Yeah. Allow, allow the brace to take some of the pain and some of the, you know, twisting and turning action, but I don't really care. I mean, the dude's a good strapping himself to a 6,000-pound fucking animal that's pissed off. Like, that's just insane to begin with. But, yeah. Um, oh, this is one. Uh, we haven't covered this, I don't think. The vaping illness. Popcorn lung? Yeah. That's really pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. They don't really know like what is causing it either. 
was like, this this is a whole article that's way too long for me to read on here. But 18-year-old showed up in a Long Island emergency room gasping for breath, vomiting, and dizzy. Um, hidden vials of marijuana for vaping. Hmm. Yeah. So they're saying something's very wrong with the way vaping and everything. I've seen, like, pictures of dudes that use those amped up vapes to make all the smoke and shit and they blow up yeah and they blow up their face in the <laughs> process <laughs> i mean i have a jewel that i use to help curb my smoking mm-hmm. i do not use it a whole lot i use it a lot at work um do you blow fat clouds i do not oh. in fact i do it so most people can't even see me because the amount of people i've given shit to for vaping yeah is that's a tough look bud yeah Tough, um, tough look. So I do technically own a douche flute. It is not one in the shape <laughs> of a... <laughs> it, it is not one in the shape of a penis or a fucking... It looks... Anytime I see somebody sucking off of one of those big ones, I'm like, that looks like a... Uh, not like a flash drive, like a big computer backup. Yeah. You know? Um the the jewel looks like a flash drive, like an actual flash drive. But those, uh, like one of the guys at work has one, and he'll puff a cloud of smoke off on that thing. And I'm waiting for a thousand Indians to show up <laughs> and circle around us. You know, start a drum circle. Um, but yeah, it's they knew it was when it came out. Everybody was like, "Oh, it's what it's a healthy alternative to." Or it's another alternative to smoking. But, yeah, what's in the shit that they make that oil out of? And, you know, this popcorn lung thing. Well, like, what's... Who's... I don't know. Not that the government needs to regulate everything, but at least if we test it, make sure it's not going to kill you. Like, it, it came out and it was so big and there was so much stuff for it. It's like, huh. Yeah. I want to give that... You there know, was vape pu- shops pump the brakes everywhere. Pump the brakes a little bit. Let's... You know, see if this is. And employers are having issues with them because employees are putting marijuana into them, and these guys are, you know, smoking weed at work while driving down the road in a commercial vehicle. Yeah, that's not a great idea. That's a bad look for a lot of companies, especially if you pile drive that thing into an overpass. (laughs) No, your clearance. (laughs) Um, let's see. Anything else local happening? Oh, really? I haven't even looked at the news. I haven't even checked my emails all weekend, which I'm not even going to do it until tomorrow morning when I'm at work. I don't. I have my work email up, but nobody's done anything today, so it's been great. It's been actually a very quiet couple weeks. Um, it's Labor Day weekend. School starts tomorrow. Yeah. The, the final start of wind down of tourist season. Yep. A lot of people are celebrating now. Those people are idiots. Columbus Day is the one to celebrate. That is correct. Once. It used to be Labor Day, but they still come up. They still come up on the weekends. Yes. You know, Columbus now, Day is the one to celebrate. So what you lose now is you lose the families. Yeah. And all the kids. So they're not coming up on the weekends. But you know what is coming? Leaf peepers. The fucking olds. Yep. The olds are going to infiltrate and... As much as I bitch about someone like driving fast or not knowing where they're going, the olds, it's going to be the 
15 miles an hour on a 45 and look at the oak trees look at oh, the look so at the beautiful. trees oh god look at that shade of amber let's jerry don't you remember when we saw that amber back in 63 fair season let's go to the freiburg fair and look at leaves oh that's best i missed a good fair down in uh connecticut this the, was the year i was going to go to the freiburg fair for woodswood's day yeah i'm gonna be in north carolina oh <laughs> Oh, yeah. Woodsman's Day is the greatest day to go to the Freiburg Fair. Ever. Oh. Not a Woodsman's Day. Oh. I love the Freiburg Fair. I really love it mainly because my father-in-law volunteers for like every group up there. So we can park literally anywhere and he yeah. gets us the greatest parking and free tickets. And we just go in, bet on some horses. Get, bet on the ponies. Yeah. Livy's going to get her... Or betting in. All right. Um, I really don't like the rides. Like carny people are real. Yeah. Uh, I don't trust any ride at a, at a fair ever. Um, so that'll be interesting because I think Liv's finally the age where she's thinking about going on rides, and we're yeah. just gonna have to put the old kibosh on all that. Well, you've seen those videos of people going on the f- fair rides, and then all of a sudden the thing flips upside down and they're falling off of it. Yeah. So. Well, and like a lot of people are like, oh, well, don't you trust those more because they're taken apart and put back together? It's like, no, no. Let's think about the person <laughs> that's putting it back together there. Jumly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But the food, the fair food. Fair is... food is unbelievable. <sighs> the other fair that I love going to, which is a stretch for me, but I kind of like it a lot, is the Common Ground Fair. Really? Love it. Fucking some of the best food you'll have. Really? Those hippies. They know they what do they're not doing. Cook. I'll give them that. Now, I'm not trying any of your fucking fake meat shit. Get that fucking yeah. shit right the fuck out of here. I heard the best thing about the Impossible Whopper the other day. The best way to eat the Impossible Whopper, the only way to eat it, yeah. is with bacon on it. Mm. <laughs> You know what? We should damn it. We should have done that for tonight. Tried it? Yeah, we should have gone and gotten it. I don't even know if I want I don't even want to fund it. Yeah. Because that just gives them I seriously want I can't I haven't looked lately, but I want to see stats. I want to know how many impossible burgers have been sold. We've talked about this way too much. <laughs> There's no fucking way. Like I don't get it. I saw somebody wearing a Burger King crown. You know the cardboard ones that Yeah. The old school, they're typically gold, say Burger King on them. Yeah. They got them for the Impossible Whopper. That doesn't deserve a crown. No, it doesn't. That should be a cow patty. Yeah. That's what you're eating. Yeah. The cow shit this out. Here. Yeah. So, the other thing I didn't know that was happening yesterday when we went to meet this dog... um. Did you know Exeter has a UFO festival? No. Yeah, Exeter, New Hampshire, UFO festival. Drove through the center of town yesterday at like 9.30, and there's like alien stuff out, and there's all these people in the center. I'm like, what in the flying hell is going on here? Literally, apparently flying, because it's a UFO fest. They have it. uh, This is the 54th anniversary of the UFO fest. This is only like 20 minutes away, and we've never I never knew this existed. But apparently, in 1965, 
an 18-year-old resident, Norman J. Muscarello, came to police to report he had been followed by a red flying object as he was hitchhiking on Route 150 in Kensington. And then there were two frightened women that had been reported chased on Route 101 by a brilliantly lit red flying object. So, there's apparently aliens around the old seacoast areas. What the hell? Yeah. And it's only once a year, I assume. Yeah, it was... uh, The UFO festivities began on Saturday and continued on to Sunday. Um, Sounds like we know where we're going next September. I know. I had no idea. But apparently there's this... uh, Where is it? Uh... In 1965, X-ray officers are seen here recently searching along the flight path of what's described as an unidentified flying object. This portion of X-ray has been grown to be recognized as a potentially classified area named Area 603. Well, no shit. It's the fucking zip code of the whole state. Like, come on. Um, yeah, they got, they got some stats on this. It's the 54th anniversary of the incident at Exeter. This weekend, we're... We at the Exeter Police Department hope that everyone has a safe, fun visit to our town, look around, and be suspicious. And, of course, report any further incidents. So, yeah. I had no idea that there was a UFO event in Exeter. Well, Mainly Stupid will be reporting live live from there next year. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. I'm already counting it down. Um... Yeah, so that's really what's been going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about all I got. Back to work tomorrow. Ah, me too. Fuck. <clears throat> I packed my truck. I haven't done anything. Um, Bernie was here. He was in Dover. Good for Bernie me. Sanders? Yeah, yeah. Ah, that man. He is... I think my favorite part about Bernie Sanders is comedians impersonating him. Yep. <laughs> what I am prepared to do is Dana Carvey does a spot-on Bernie impression, and it's awesome. I'm so happy to see Dana Carvey back in the comedy realm. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. He was always, like, growing up, I remember watching every... Thing I could find from he did. Him. He, I mean, he did the best George W. impression, the best George W. Senior impression, or George H. W. Yeah. Um, but he does like these micro impressions now. It's like fifteen seconds of a, a certain impression versus you know a, a whole long rant. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. He does a really good job with it. <clears throat> Let's see here. Yeah, there's really nothing nothing happening in the world worthy of noting. Yeah. I mean, maybe somewhere, somewhere, somebody cares. But. <laughs> Football kicking off. This week, this Thursday week, night. Thursday night, Chicago and Green Bay. That'll be a good one. We get the fucking Steelers. I'm not super pumped about that. No. I, I'm pumped that it's a Patriots game. I'm not pumped that it's... 820. Yeah, that's a late one. So, 
I started, uh, actually, this is a good way to pump up this. This Thursday, starting this Thursday morning all the way through football season, you'll be able to hear myself on 105.3 The Shark morning show with Sarah and A-Train um, for their You Pick em, um sponsored by Elliott Small Engine and Partners Bank. Um, you basically, you can go to the Shark website and make your picks every week. And if you win, you get a, um, if you win at the end of the season with the most points, you get a win a lawn care prize package from Elliott Small Engine. And Ooh. if you win, if you pick the, the correct score of the Super Bowl, you win 10 grand cash. Oh, shit. <clears throat> now, do you have to be the only person to pick the correct score? Well, it's the person who wins gets a chance at the big, oh, big pot. So only one person gets a chance at 10 yeah. grand. All right. So. That's actually one thing. If the listeners of this podcast actually want to pay the fuck attention right now, <laughs> I'm proposing we have a mainly stupid pick em league. All right. Now, if I hear back responses from people, <laughs> that can be either through Facebook or... Either of our social medias, which I have a big announcement. I forgot to mention this now for like three fucking podcasts. <laughs> Foul fly on all social medias. Look at him. Twitter and Instagram. Look at him go. At Foul fly. I finally made the jump. I got rid of the one, too. Didn't need that anymore. Atta boy. Oh, I can't. Oh, my soundboard doesn't work. Damn it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I programmed it to my other computer. Um, so, yeah, at FoulFly on Twitter or Instagram. Let let us know if you want to be on a Pick'em League. I'll probably set it up through, like, Yahoo. Yahoo does a really easy one. It's what we used to use. Um, or you can get HumeMac87. Yeah, HumeMac87 on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, or just at MainlyStupid on Twitter or Instagram. And uh, we'll set up a Pick'em League. If anyone that follows us wants to be in on it. We got to um, know before Thursday. Yeah, we got to get cranking on this. So I'm probably <laughs> going to set it up tonight um, in an attempt that people are actually going to do something. So here's your chance. You haven't given us any questions. One topic came in. Thank you, Lindsay. Um, the wives, they gave us, well, Huey's came through shame. Mine came through <laughs> pity after... Begging. <laughs> Begging and pleading for 36 hours. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll set up a Pick'em League. Um, prizes to be announced, but there will be prizes. Oh. Uh, I have no idea what it's going to be yet, but it'll be something fun. We'll and uh, there might even be a prize for the last part, place person. So it uh, doesn't matter if you need to know anything about football. We're going to do it purely on score, not taking into account the spread or anything. It's just pick winners. And uh, let her rip. So it'll be free to enter. If you want to donate to the prizes, sure, whatever. We'll come up with something. But I got I got some ideas on prizes. Don't All you right. worry. All right. But uh, let's yeah. do it. We'll do that. Uh, I'll get that set up tonight, and I will tweet out the link after I tweet out the uh, episode. So we're starting a fantasy pick'em league. Fucking get in on it, bitches. Let's do it. Garrett and I are going to do it. You might as well try to beat us, which is probably not going to be that hard. No, I'm there. I guarantee you, I forget at least one week of picks, maybe two. Same. 
Yeah, Huey fucked up his chances of winning the whole thing last year by f- forgetting the last week. I forgot Thanksgiving week. Or yeah, Thanksgiving week. That's a big week. Got a lot on the mind on yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Especially Thanksgiving is a tough holiday now with families. You're you're a married man. I'm yep. a married man. My wife, however, we have her parents were divorced at a young age. They're both great people. We get along great with both sides. But that complicates things mm-hmm. because not only so not only do we have her mother and stepfather, but we also have her father, who we like to hang out with. But then the the grandmother's alive on Leah's mom's side, so then you get guilted into that one because it's the grandmother. And you got your parents, and then I got my parents. Which if my dad's away, then eh, kind of whatever. My mom normally will go to like her sister's house if my dad's away. This year, my dad's home, so now I'm pressured into being home for Thanksgiving. Not pressured. I like to be around for Thanksgiving with my family, but it's just a lot of traveling. And with two young kids, now two dogs, and the chickens, it's like I can't just like go away. Now, they're driving distance, but yeah, it's two hours each way. Now you're four hours in, then you get all the trip to fan, and I get sleepy. Oh, so Not to mention a couple turkey day cocktails. Well, maybe a cocktail or two, maybe. Allegedly. At least a couple beers. Try yeah. to keep it respectful. I don't try and get hammered. The we- Remember when Thanksgiving just used to be? <laughs> you go out the night before, get bombed. Or just get bombed. Not necessarily mm-hmm. even go out. Um, and then wake up on Thanksgiving, eat and drink beer, and go out and be in some bars, open up against Thanksgiving. Open up against Local Thanksgiving water and does. You know? Normally. So. I don't know how that's going to go now. Yeah, who knows? Changing changing philosophies yeah. around those parts. They've been trying to get fancy. Hey. You know, now, not hey. <laughs> now, you don't... They, I don't like things that change. And you don't either. So I don't like how you either. are okay with them changing... Have you seen the, the Facebook posts of said local watering hole? A uh, couple. I haven't been... They're trying to use it. garnish, Huey. Ooh. They're like making things try and look pretty. Like, look, you built a foundation. It got you where you got. Get get your garnish right the fuck off my plate. I don't need your parsley. No. Or your little lettuce that's yeah. warm now because it sat under a warming light. But who's going to eat it? Yeah, no one. Who eats the garnish? Unless it's an orange and a blue moon. Mm-hmm. It's very true. That's or it. a lime and your kid's young and you like to give it to them for the funny <laughs> face reactions. <laughs> I still have videos. I think I might start posting those videos. They used to have the best reactions. The lemons. Oh, yeah. God. Love it. It was awesome. But yeah, I think we fucking hammered out. I have no idea how long we've been that recording was a good one. for. We went straight, too. Yeah. No breaks. We're going straight, no filter from now on. Yeah. No more breaks. We're, I might break up the episode in post-edit, but um, right now, we're just hammering through. We gave up on the mobile recording via the application we were using, which we're going to plug and say it's great, but just that's because they put it out for it us. It is good. They give us a platform, but for recording, it's kind of a pain in the neck. Yeah. I don't think... I don't know. I'm going to check right now, see if it's fixed, but... Uh, oh, they did fix it. So oh. maybe maybe we'll be able to use it while we're gone. It yeah. was nice, actually, to use the one time we were able to, but the video was interesting. I put it up on the YouTubes, I think. I haven't really checked it. It's on a... I didn't even know I had this YouTube account. So I have two YouTube accounts now, apparently. 
when you have a Gmail, they give you a YouTube account. Uh-huh. That's the one I used, but I had a previous YouTube account before YouTube and Gmail were one thing. And technology, man. We're getting it. We're, we're trying. Follow along. It's a good ride. Yeah, and uh, we'll be back, I don't know, what do you say? After Thursday night's game? Yeah. So either Friday? Friday, probably. Maybe Thursday. Maybe during the game. Possibly. I don't really care about the Packers-Bears game. I would predict early pick. I'm I'm giving everyone a freebie. I'm going Bears. Me too. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears, the Bears, the Bears. Oh, did you see the Peyton Bears commercial recently? Oh, it's with like two Mike Ditka um, impersonators. Oh, great! And they're sitting there, and they're. Um, I gotta pull it up. Hold on, we're gonna play this live. Uh, and but yeah, it's it's Peyton actually like showing that he's like a human, which is it's kind of funny. Like I do like Peyton Manning in commercials. I do he like is. Peyton. Peyton Manning Bears first one to pop up. Look at that. Um. So here we go. I got to turn this thing around. Uh oh, we're muted. Hopefully, into the Bears Super Phantom. Well, I'm, I'm not drunk, so no, not really. Peyton the Lesser, do you believe in Hallis, the Papa Bear Almighty, and an Iron Mike Dicka, his only son, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit? and suffered under Mike McCaskey, who descended into the hell that is Dallas, but rose again and ascended into heaven, otherwise known as a certain city where to meet stuff the streets, Chicago IL. Do you believe in Pierce before noon, the holy sweetness, <laughs> and brats everlasting? I do. Well then, Peyton, in the name of the Papa, the Dicka, and the 46 defense, I baptized thee into this Italian beef juice and out <laughs> as a Bears super fan. <laughs> Packers suck! <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, our listeners need to watch that. Peyton Manning becomes Baby a Bears Peyton. fan on YouTube, and that was just that was a magical three minutes. Yeah. So check that out. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back at you later on this week. Yeah, we'll come back uh, maybe remotely, maybe home. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah. But don't forget, listen to the Shark 105.3, about 8 o'clock. That's right, and uh, fire up Thrive Fantasy, code uh, STUPID, yep. S-T-O-O-P-I-D, just like it sounds, and uh, you get some free monies. There you go. Let's do it. And it's time to start gambling because it's football season. <laughs> and I might have gotten a little itch to go back to the casino, but I don't know yet. So close. And Michael Jordan's restaurant, very good. MJ so, is good. Everyone have a great uh Rest of your Labor Day. This will be out. Hopefully eases the Tuesday after a holiday blues. It's like a Monday. It's a Tuesday just, just camouflaged as a Monday. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. But Friday comes quicker. So This is true. It's got to get to the weekend. Let's do it. Have a great weekend, guys. Have a great week, everyone, and uh, cheers. Peace. <laughs>